0: Very excited uh, to celebrate today, to celebrate uh, the fact that Refuge has been around for one whole year. We're one. Can I get a woohoo for that? Can I get, yeah, I'm excited. Um, and so I wanted to just give you a little rundown. Here's how we're going to spend our time uh, together this morning. We're going to look back at some of the things that God has done this past year uh, at Refuge. Uh, we're going to look at the things we need to continue to take uh, with us, and then we're going to look forward to... The future. So we're going to look, look back at what God has done, we're going to look at what we need to, to take with us, what we need to bring with us, and then we're going to look uh, forward for what God's going to do uh, in this coming year. Let's, let's look back, let's celebrate uh, some of the wins from this year, and I want to offer uh, one little disclaimer before I go through and kind of just uh, shotgun off all these things that, that we did. Uh, we did not do these things, God did, Right? Uh, yeah, I think, I think that's okay to clap on that, all right? Hey, uh, we didn't do this. This is the faithfulness of God, not of man, all right? Well, we trust God to do, uh, when we are faithful to do the natural things, uh, it's only God who can do the supernatural things, and God did some supernatural things uh, this year at Refuge, and so we're going to celebrate those. Hey, we saw salvations happen. Uh, we saw people get baptized. Uh, we served uh, this elementary school in, in so many different ways, just a few uh, that we did. We, we got drinks for the teachers, which, uh, believe it or not, teachers, they work very hard. Right? I know that's hard to comprehend. That they, they were so thankful for those. Uh, we sponsored the front flower bed. We got snacks for the staff. Uh, we sponsored this playground over here. We gave backpacks and school supplies to both students And teachers, Uh, in the summer, July 4th over here at Mustang uh, Town Center, we give over 1,000 water bottles and free ice cream to anybody who wanted to come. Uh, We launched eight small groups, and then last month at the end of the year, we saw God provide over $34,000 to our year-end offering. Yeah, that is awesome. And that's not even mentioning how God has shaped and molded people to be more like him throughout the year. Maybe they didn't get baptized, maybe they already knew Jesus, but they took that next step of faith, and that's so exciting to see. It's exciting to look back and see how God has been faithful. We have to celebrate those wins, uh, and all of that is amazing. It's so amazing, but I believe God's got more in store. He's got more in store for Refuge Church, and he's got more in store for you, each and every person in here. And it's not because of anything I've done or anything you've done, but because that's who God is. He always has more. He always has more. Uh, some of you guys know, um, I get up uh, a few times a week early and I go play basketball, all right? Uh, half of my stories are about basketball, all right? I like, I like to play. But a couple weeks ago, I had a friend come into town uh, and he's, uh, he used to come play with us. Uh, he, he moved to Houston, he was in town for Christmas. Uh, some of you guys know him, I see you chuckling. Okay, his name's Seth, he came. A- and there are always guys when I go play pickup basketball, there's those guys who like to talk, you know? Um, if you've never done sports, maybe, maybe you don't know, but like, you know, kind of just taking shots at one another, like, no, you're going to miss that. Oh, he's with us, you know, stuff, stuff like that. Uh, but uh, there's this guy, Seth, and I don't think I know anybody who likes to talk more than him, right? He keeps it clean, uh, but he's always, he's always coming for you. And for some reason, he just got underneath my skin that day. Uh, he got the better of me. He like, uh, not in like a malicious way, like he wasn't getting down on me, but in like a competitive way, like he lit something in me, it was like, I don't like how you're talking right now he put you in your place, uh, and so it made me turn up the intensity a little bit, because uh, like 5 a.m. basketball, right, there's like a warm-up game before you start going really hard. You got to get loose, uh, and so he had me running a little harder than normal, trying to jump higher than I, than I probably should. I'm putting a little bit extra into everything, uh, because he's talking, right? Hit a fast break layup on him, and I'm hitting him with a, too little, can't guard me, you know, I'm. I'm not usually in my 5 a.m. bag in the morning, all right? But, but I'm, I'm ter- he's turned me up. I've got, I got the intensity going. Uh, and after a couple of games of that, I remembered why I usually don't go that hard in the morning. All right, I get a stitch in my side. I, haven't had a, I have not had a stitch in my side in years, all right? I do not run that hard. It is 5 a.m. I'm there to have fun. I, if it starts to hurt, I'm sitting down. Like, I ain't doing it. It was an uncommon effort for me to go that hard. And so I went, so there was nothing left in the tank. And... Uh, the next day, I was so sore, I right? I wanted to do a little bit more right then, than that morning, and guess what? It cost me. I felt it that next morning. I got that stitch. That next morning, I'm tired. Uh, my legs were so tight. I was walking around like just, it was rough. I was completely spent. There, there was nothing left in the tank. And we can get that way from life sometimes, uh, and when we are looking for ourselves as the source, uh, it's a challenge because we're all finite. We are going, to, we have an E on our tank, right? We can be full, but there's going to be moments where we're on empty. God always has more. He's always got more uh, in the tank. There's a, there's a verse I want to share with you guys. Uh, It's Ephesians 3.20. I want you to say that part in the yellow uh, with me. Now, all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might or think. God is able to do more than we might ask or think. He has more in store for this church. He has more in store for you. He's never going to run out of resources. He's able to do more than we might ask or think. Able to do more than we can ask. But that doesn't mean that we should not ask him to move in this coming year. So as we look forward for refuge, it's important that we don't just chase uh, the next goal, the next step for us. We don't do that to hit these metrics, but we want to seek God and ask him for wisdom and to ask him for guidance. And so uh, what we're going to do just for the next few minutes, I've got a few leaders who are going to head up here. I think they're in the back there. Come on out, guys. Uh, And we are going to ask them how we can be praying for some critical areas uh, here at Refuge. We got Kels right here. This is my lovely wife, Kelsey. Uh, We got Matt, Matt Fanning right here. He looks good. First time I think there's been an OSU, maybe second time there's been an OSU hat, last time he was on there. We got Joe who's leading worship for us. Um, If we want to see God move, we have to seek him in prayer prayer changes things. So what I've asked these guys to do is to come up with a few specific ways we could be praying for these critical areas of refuge. So we're gonna start uh, with kids. Uh, Guys, our kids team has been so awesome this year. Multiple times, multiple times. I've had parents tell me uh, they didn't bring their kids to church, their kids were dragging them to church. That's a phenomenal thing. They did a great job. And so, uh, Kels, how can we be praying specifically for our kids team this year?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, first and foremost, please be praying for salvations. I mean, that is why we're here. That's why we're doing what we're doing. Um, our kids' class is not just babysitting so that we can be in here. That They're going through a whole bunch of learning Um, about who God is and what He's done for them. So first and foremost, pray for their salvations. Um, And then a tier below that, we wanna pray for growth for them, both deep and wide. We wanna pray after they have salvation or if they're asking more questions that they get discipleship, that they understand who God is, what he's done for them and how we live a life that's honoring for him, how we um, take our emotions, our feelings, our actions and honor him. Um, And we wanna wanna grow deep that way, but we wanna grow wide as well. We wanna see new faces. We want kids to come in and have fun and feel safe. We want our volunteers to increase and so that they can pour into those kids and the new faces that we see. And then lastly, we want to shine brightly. We want to have continuously have volunteers, and they've been doing an amazing job, like Logan said, but have volunteers that continue to pour into their lives and shine brightly in our kids' lives so that in turn, they go to school, they go to uh, sports, they go to extracurricular activities, their neighborhood, our community, and they shine brightly as well. Um, kids always astound me because they have such a childlike faith. Like, they you know, my kids are like, hey, you should go invite them to church. And I immediately start sweating, like, oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, I gotta figure out what I'm gonna say. I gotta rehearse it. It's so simple to them. And so they're an example to us, and sometimes we just have to follow their lead on how to shine brightly. So if you will pray for me specifically for our kids, um, I know God has big things in store for them. We've seen evidence of it this year. Imagine what year two is gonna be like. So thank you guys so for praying.
0: Thank you, Kelsey, it's so good. Um, uh, can we give it up just for Kelsey? She does an amazing job with the kids team and leading out, and I just want to give it up to, to her. Uh, not only because she's my wife, but because she's that awesome. Uh, so as we're going to move to, to outreach, uh, Matt has unofficially been our outreach director for about five to six weeks. We were planning out uh, this next year. I was talking to him about some stuff. But now that he's on stage, it's official. Okay, now it's official. Uh, super excited uh, to see how our outreach efforts uh, Amplified this year with his leadership. Um, Matt's got that dog in him, all right? You guys know what I'm talking about? Uh, some of you guys don't, because you were like, what? He's got that dog in him, all right? He, when he goes, he goes big. He's not gonna hold back, he's gonna go all the way. And so that's exactly the kind of impact that we wanna have uh, in our community. We wanna see Christ change lives all around Yukon and Mustang. So let's give it up for Matt. Uh, so, so Matt how can we be praying for our outreach efforts at Refuge?
2: Uh, yeah, so we've got a couple things. Uh, first and foremost, which has already kind of been the theme of this year, uh, boldness to invite. Um, my challenge is just at the onset is simple. Invite people you love. Um, you already invite them to lunch. Invite them to church and then you guys can go to lunch afterwards. Like,
0: Hey, that was um, gold, that right? was gold. It just invite people you love. Start there,
2: start there. Um, <laughs> you'll gain confidence, just like me standing on this stage. I, you guys all know I hate being here. Um, so it, it gets easier every single time, it, it really does, and then you can branch out from there. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the first one. Secondly, um, we've got some exciting things planned for this year. Um, again, we wanna grow, uh, we wanna see people reach God um, and have the opportunity to uh, know him. Um, So we've got some events planned. Uh, Be praying about those. Be praying that it uh, reaches those people who are seeking and uh, looking for something. So, and then the last thing, um, catch them when they come. You know, we've got these events planned. We hope to see them here and whenever they do come here, uh, let's be good stewards of that and welcome them. I gotta tell you, uh, this morning, some really good friends of mine walked through that door and it's the greatest feeling in the world. Like, it felt more like home to me because they were here. Let's make it home for them. So.
0: So good, so good. Uh, I I love that. Um, When they they sent me these to get these slides ready, I just love, hey, let's find those people who are searching. Those people are all around us. Uh, Let's find them and let's share Jesus with them. Thank you, Matt. All right, last, uh, I got my bro. My bro, Joe. All right. Uh, Joe is our worship lead. You you might have noticed Uh, Not only does he resemble Jesus with the hair, his initials are actually JC, uh, and Joe does a great job of of leading our worship team with uh, compassion and love, he does a great job. Uh, And they've come a long way this year, and I'm so proud of them. Uh, And so, didn't worship sound great this morning? Wasn't it awesome, it was good for my soul? All right, so so Joe, tell us how we're gonna be praying for the worship this year. I don't like having a microphone without a guitar. It feels weird.
3: I don't know what to do with my hands right now. Um, so we have two big, two big uh, things to pray about: growth for the team. Uh, like you were saying, our team is awesome. The people that come up here, they are they're giving their time, they're giving their talents, they are doing amazing things. We just want more of them. We want more to join this worship family to come up here and sing or come up here and play an instrument and. Um, just yeah to be be a part of it Um, we have had growth this year it's been it's been really cool to see I mean that drum set is completely different than last year and it's on a platform now I mean things are happening up here that you guys may not even see out there that makes a huge difference on how it sounds and how how we can get to set up things quickly up here and efficiently and then uh, increased engagement I don't know if you guys like looked at these before but engagement was awesome this morning. Like I was excited, I looked out and hands were raised and people were singing and I'm like, well now I can't even say that I want that because you guys are already doing that. So just keep bumping that up because it is, it's is—it's awesome. We're not doing this because we're great at anything. We're not doing this because we're better than anyone here. We're doing this because the God we serve is so much greater and uh, just the more engagement, the more it, the easier it is to get into that heart of worship, to get into that mindset of, hey, we're here for something that's not, physically us, we're here for something that's spiritually coming down in us and we're just inviting that here and uh, I just continue to pray that um, we, would, we would see more of that this upcoming year. Yeah, that's awesome, that's awesome.
0: Can we give it up for the whole worship team? Yeah, they, they do a great job. They get here early, they set up uh, all this stuff on stage and, and they do Uh, they do it with a smile, they come in excited, they come in joking, messing with each other, giving each other a hard time, Uh, it's great. And now, here's the deal, it's one thing to say, hey, we're gonna share this list, uh, church, let's pray uh, for these things in year two of refuge, but we don't want to say, church, let's just pray, Uh, we don't wanna say that, Uh, we want to be a church that prays. And so I've got a few people who are gonna come up now, all right, they're coming out the back door there, Uh, and, and they're gonna come up and pray for one, every one of these leaders, and pray uh, specifically for uh, that leader in the area that they serve in, all right? So we're gonna start over here with with the kids team and Kelsey. Uh, Leslie's gonna pray.
4: Dearly Father, God, I come to you this day, first and foremost, and thank you for this day, Lord. I uh, lift Kelsey and her heart to you, God. I pray that you would just place a hedge of protection around her, God, and just um, lead her um, with wisdom, Lord. I pray for each and every child that walks through our doors, Lord. I pray that they would just come to know you, Lord, and that they would live a life um, to serve you, God, and honor you. I pray that we would just continue to grow our kids' team, Lord. I pray that we would set those examples at home and in our everyday life. Lord, I pray that you would just um, continue to um, allow the kids' team to um, be a light in a dark world, Lord. Help them to show mercy and kindness and graciousness, patience, love um, to their friends, to their teachers, to their administrators in their schools, Lord, um, to their uh, teammates Lord that they play sports with God pray that they would just be a light um, in this world and I thank you so much um, for the honor and privilege um, Lord of being here at this church and allowing our children t- um, to grow under her and Pastor Logan thank you so much it's in your name we pray amen
5: Amen. Man, and women can pray can't they <laughs> uh, that's tough to follow um, you know what a privilege it is to be a Christian you know we take that for granted sometimes and um, uh I just want to pray for the boldness that we can stand up and be a be that light in the world today. So let me pray. Father, we love you. Thank you for the privilege of being a Christian. I thank you for this church. I thank you for what you've done in uh, a short 12 months. I thank you for the boldness of the people uh, that have stepped in and stepped up and um, uh, we're expecting great things in another year. Things that we can't even imagine or ask or, or even think for. So I pray that you'd give us the boldness to do that. I pray that you'd give us the uh, the comfort to step out of our comfort zone and that we would uh, take that leap of faith and uh, that it would all be to glorify you. Help us to do that. I pray that uh, uh, we do that when we leave this building and not just when we come in the building on Sunday mornings, that we would leave it, that our faith would be uh, part of our action, that we, we go through our week and the ones we, we interact with, the ones we, we work with. Um, and just to point them to you really more than anything else, help us to uh, to do that, and we'll be sure to give you all the glory. It's in your son's name. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Take us away, Trey. Hey, first of all,
5: can we give it up for the Praise and Worship team again? The job that they do every Sunday to prepare the service uh, for Logan to come up and speak, it, it, it's awesome. It's a great job. So I'm going to go ahead and pray for us really quick. Father, I just ask right now that we come before you in prayer, Lord, for the Praise and Worship team, that you would um, cause a growth for this team in this next year and in the future to come. Lord, that you would cause increased engagement that, uh, Lord, the the artist and the talent that we have in this congregation, Father, that you would just use that to draw more people to the praise and worship team, that this praise and worship team would grow, and that they would, again, continue to be successful in preparing the service um, for everyone that is involved. And it's your name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. All right, hey, you guys can get off stage unless you just want to stand here for a little longer. Uh, uh, hey, uh, I, well, here's what I want to do. I'm going to pray for us, uh, for, for all of these areas, uh, for, for our church as a whole. Uh, because, uh, we don't, again, we don't want to be a church that just says we pray. We want to pray. And we've been praying for a, a good run here. And guess what? Uh, we're going to do a little more. All right? It's okay. We're going to pray together. So one last time, let's pray together. Uh, God, we are so thankful uh, for how you've moved uh, this past year. We've seen people make decisions. We've seen lives Change. We've seen you do great things. And we come today asking you just to continue to move and to move in maybe an even greater way in year two of refuge. God, would you give us eyes to see where you're moving and that we could go be a part of it? Help us to walk closely with you and to never forget that all power and all authority does not come from us, it all comes from you. And this isn't us doing the work. It's you working through us. Keep us humble. Thank you for the promise that you will never leave us or forsake us. We cling to that as we seek to honor you this year. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, uh, we looked at some of the amazing things that God has done. Uh, We've prayed for next year, but what are we going to bring with us to year two? Uh, What did we carry with us last year that we're going to continue to carry with us this year? What's What's not going to change? That would be another way to say it. Uh, Our our vision has not and will not change. Uh, Our vision uh, we have here at Refuge Church is we want people to encounter God, experience refuge. Right? When you encounter God and become who he has made you to be, you have the greatest refuge on this planet. You don't have to let anybody else tell you who you are, what you should do, or how you should perform. Because God, your creator, saying, this is who I've made you to be. And when you, are, when you become who God created you to be, you have the greatest refuge on this planet. Uh, this is a picture of our logo. My hand, there we go. Hand's working now, all right? Uh, and, and I really love this. There's it, it kind of a few different takes on it. And uh, I shared this a few weeks ago, and some people were like, I didn't know that. And I was like, all right, well, birthday party. We're going back through this again, all right? Uh, one of the things that this kind of resembles here in the middle uh, is Uh, An iceberg, Uh, on an iceberg, you only see a small part of what's above the surface. Uh, Most of an iceberg actually uh, hides underneath the surface. So as a church, uh, we don't seek to change people on the exterior, above the surface. We want Jesus to change their lives and transform them from the inside out, being made new. So that even those dark secrets that are hidden under the surface, that they would rise to the light of the surface, and to be uh, handled by Jesus, right? We're not going to try to change that. We want God to change them. So we want people to be transformed from the inside out, this stuff under the surface to come up to the top of the surface. Uh, The other way it looks kind of resembles a little bit uh, of a mountain range. Uh, There is something powerful about being in nature and just seeing God's handiwork. It gives us some, a little bit, imperfectly, it gives us this perspective about how big our God is and how powerful he is. He spoke creation into existence. He spoke it into existence. When you encounter things that are this big and grand, it's often hard to, to comprehend, like just the vastness of it. It moves you. Uh, David he uh, often wrote some of the psalms, where we see the, he's talking about God being his refuge, and sometimes in his writing, while he's 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 writing these things, while he is taking a literal refuge in the mountains. He is fleeing from his enemies, and he's hiding in the mountains. Uh, there's something cool here. It's it's in Psalms 11, uh, verse one. He says it. He says it this way. I like the way that he he says it. Uh, we kind of we're going to see some progression here as we get a little further. Uh, but it says, "I trust in the Lord for protection." So why do you say to me, "Fly like a bird to the mountains for safety"? All right, David is saying here, "God, I trust you." So why am I having to run to the mountains for safety like I'm some bird? Like it's like it's as if God is telling David, and he's not there yet. But we're going to see here in just a little bit he gets there. Uh, David, if I'm your protection, why do you keep leaving me? If you're coming to me, you're coming to these mountains, you're being safe. If I'm your refuge, why are you moving away uh, from me? Why are you moving away from me? And so we kind of get to see, David, how he's looking at this one in, in Psalm 11 and 51 chapters later, it's as if David puts it all together. Like It's like he had this moment where he gets it. And so in Psalm 62, specifically verses five through eight, Uh, That's a passage that God used in my life to grow my faith uh, in just a really trying time where I didn't know what was next. I was kind of in limbo with what I was going to do with my life, my career, what's going on, and it's just something that I clung to. And really, that's the reason why uh, this church is called Refuge. So uh, let's spend just a few moments and unpack these four verses. We're going to start with Psalm 62, verse 5. Uh, if you want to follow along in your your phone, we've got the Bible app there. You can have all these verses and notes uh, ready for you. Uh, Psalm 62, verse 5 says this, Let all that I am wait quietly before God, for my hope is from him. My hope is in him. We aren't very good as just a society, as a people, uh, at waiting silently. Have you guys noticed that? Uh, I, I, I lead some small groups sometimes, and uh, do you know how long it usually takes, if you ask a question and you just wait for somebody to say something? Usually, if somebody doesn't have anything to say, within 10 seconds, somebody's saying, I don't know, but, and they throw something out. Not because they want to answer their question, but because they're so awkward with silence. Right? We want to fill up the spaces. Have you ever gotten nervous in a conversation you're like trying to make it not awkward and you're like talking too much, you're like, I don't want any silence, I'm trying to keep going, I'm to keep going. Uh, that happens, all right? To wait silent before God is to say, God, I'm surrendered to what you want. Uh, And I think we get in a lot of trouble because we start talking, we start walking our plan instead of waiting for God's. We want a big plan, we want a loud plan, we want a plan that's gonna get quick results. That's not how God usually works. Uh, When God wanted to, to start a kingdom here on earth, all right, when He wanted to send a Messiah, He sent his son, Jesus. Uh, Jesus did not come as a warrior conqueror. How did he come? He came as a baby, right? And it was 30 years later before he even started ministry. Wait on the Lord. Last part of that verse, for my hope is in him. That's what enables us to wait on God. Our hope has to be firmly in him. Uh, we, we don't wait on him because our hope is set on something else. Right? that's just the truth. We need to wait on God. Let's go to verse six. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress where I will not be shaken. Says God is your rock. He is your firm foundation that you can always build on. He's going to be there. He's going to hold you up. God is your salvation. Through the cross, through the blood of Jesus, he offers salvation to so anyone who will accept. Then it says, God is our fortress. He's your safe place. And David ends the verse with this. I will not be shaken. I just, I just think about the confidence of somebody writing that. I will not be shaken because God is my rock. God is my salvation. God is my fortress. That wasn't confidence in self, David. He's saying that's confidence in God. Right, We've got a word for that. Uh, we made up this word l- earlier this year, but it's a confidence. God has got this. I will not be shaken. He's going to hold it together. He's going to hold it together. Uh, verse 7 says this. My victory and honor come from God alone. He is my refuge, a rock where... No enemy can reach me. No enemy can reach me. When, when God is your refuge and you're getting your victory and your honor from him, life looks a little different. It just looks a little different. Too many people try to find victory by having a certain number of money in the bank account or by having the things this world says that we need in order to be successful, When God's your refuge, uh, you got victory over the biggest and most important battles you've ever faced. It's not a financial crisis. It's not anything like that. It's the battle of sin and the battle of eternity. And in those battles, victory comes from him alone. He is my refuge, a rock where no enemy can reach me. Uh, The victories and honors that God gives can never be taken by the enemy. They are yours forever because Jesus is yours forever. He'll never leave you or forsake you. Never leave you or forsake you verse. Eight, oh my people, trust in him at all times. Pour out your heart to him. For God is a refuge for us. I love that line. Oh my people, trust in him at all times it's like david is desperate that he that, that those around him would trust in god that's what he wants he wants them to come to god to pour out your heart before god Which, this is a question just for you uh, i'm not gonna ask you to raise your hand or anything but when was the last time you poured your heart out to god you told him the things that were making you sad upset scared or you told him the things that were uh, filling you with joy, the things that were making you happy, the things that were giving you purpose. Whatever emotions were going on inside of your heart, God wants to know what's happening. He wants you to share that with him. He doesn't want you to bottle it up and keep it from him. Uh, God looks at you like a son or a daughter. The scripture actually says that. And as a father, I can tell you, there's nothing more real, and often there's nothing more powerful and having your child pour out their heart before you. You get a glimpse of uh, what's going on with them. How, the, how they're viewing the world. And, and when they do, sometimes you just hug them and say, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Because you see so much more than they can. Their whole world is ending. Uh, they're eight. They're nine. They're ten. All right, I'm here for you. It's going to be okay. I've, I've been there. I see it. God looks at you as his son or his daughter. He wants you to pour your heart out to him because God is a refuge for us. He's our refuge. He can handle whatever storm you are going through. Now, one of my favorite things is a refuge, it provides shelter. It provides protection. A refuge does not prevent the storms from coming. Because here's the truth. The storms of life are going to come. It could be financial troubles. It could be cancer. It could be other health issues. It could be a struggling marriage. God is your refuge. It doesn't stop or prevent those things from happening, but it does give you protection from them. It says you will not be shaken. Victory and honor come from Him. He's taken care of it. When we make God as our refuge, His Word says we will not be shaken. Uh, If this is your first time, we say this a a lot around here. In fact, we have a giant wall over here that's 20 feet by 10 feet that says it, okay? Anything less than Jesus, not bad. You didn't even know I was gonna point that out to you. Hey, there are so many things that we put our hope in, so many things, and they will let you down. Now, people look uh, for their money uh, to protect them. Uh, Your money could be gone like that. Uh, people look to uh, political parties or, or leaders, politicians, to, to give them hope. Best keep on uh, looking because they ain't going to come through for you. I'm sorry. It ain't going to happen. Uh, whichever side of the aisle you are on, it's not going to come through the way that you want. Uh, people will look to uh, their family as a refuge. And, and, and I'm all for a family, right? Here's the deal. Even in the best of families, they're going to have times where they will let you down. Not that they want to, you can have a great family that wants nothing but to build you up and to edify you, but they're humans, they can't do everything. They will get on empty. Uh, Their tank does deplete from time to time. We're all broken people, we can't get it right every time. Anything less than Jesus is a weak refuge. Jesus is the only one you can take to the bank every single time, he will always come through. It might not be the way you wanted or the timeline you desired, but he will come through. Anything less than Jesus is a weak refuge. In year two of Refuge Church, that right there, our, our, our heart and our mission uh, is going to stay just as true as it did in year one. That's, that's our mission. We exist as a church for everyone to know Jesus and to become more deeply and intimately acquainted with him. It's about knowing and growing a deep relationship with him. Can I get an amen there? All right, come on, let's go. Hey, the mission never changes. It's all about Jesus. Those things are all gonna be the same. Now, here's our direction for this year. We've looked at what God has done. We've prayed. We've talked about the things we're gonna bring with us. Where are we going? Where are we going? Here's our direction for year two. I've got a word that I feel like God has put on my heart for a refuge this year, Now, the word for refuge in 2023 or in year two is simple. It's one word. Uh, You've probably heard it a few times already, which makes good sense for it to be the word. Invite. Invite. Word for the year is invite. And I want to talk through just three things really quickly. What does it mean for us as a church to invite? What does it mean for us as followers of Jesus to invite? And what does it mean for your neighbors to invite? What does it mean for us as a church to invite? As a church, we have to invite God into this place each and every week. We have to pray that God would do great things right here. If we aren't inviting God to be at the center of what we're doing, we're really just a fun social gathering masquerading as a church. We have to invite God here each and every week. We have to. As a church body, we have to invite God here. What does it mean to us as Jesus followers to, to invite to invite Jesus into our everyday lives. Uh, following Jesus is a lot more than one hour on a Sunday Like Sunday service is important, being with the corporate gathering is super important. We have to invite God into the everyday of our lives. Everybody here is at a different point in their faith journey. Uh, for some of you, inviting God into your life might look like making the habit of getting into the word every single day. Something you just strive for. That's good. For others of you, it might be a little different. It might be making sure that you uh, pray before your weekly meeting with coworkers. Others, it could be, hey, I'm gonna make sure I honor God with my business practices, that I keep Him at the front and center of how I operate at work. Invite God into your life. There's so much more than just a Sunday morning. Talk about what it means for us as a church, what it means for us as individuals, as Jesus followers. What does it mean for your neighbor? It means exactly what it sounds like, that you need to invite the people around you to come and join you at service. Uh, uh, Matt, I'm quoting him, all right, that was great. Wherever you're at, I can't see you, but uh, invite the people you love. Invite the people that you already invite to lunch. That's great. You need to do it. Uh, is anybody else really good at talking themselves out of decisions that they're nervous about? Uh, I'm, I'm definitely there. Um, I can think of excuses for other people so that I don't ask them because I'm afraid about their excuse, right? Like I can talk myself out of just about any decision. Uh, I can also talk myself into any decision. That's why we need wise counselors around us. That's, that's a different message though. Uh, but what if instead of talking myself out of inviting someone, I simply asked, you wanna come to church with me? I think your family will love it. Whew. Groundbreaking sentence, I know. You've never heard something like that. Here's the deal. If you plant sparingly, You reap sparingly. You plant generously. You reap generously. You harvest generously. What would it look like if we as a church body and as individuals generously invited the people around us? Especially the ones that you feel like are a long shot. Invite them to join the story that God is writing. You might be surprised at how God will show up when you keep asking Uh, Year number two for Refuge, we're going to invite. We're going to invite God uh, into our gatherings. We're going to invite God into our daily lives. And we're going to invite those around us to join the story. We're going to invite, invite, invite. As the band uh, comes out, uh, I want to close with one final verse. One final verse. Uh, We've talked about what God did this past year. So much to celebrate. So much to celebrate. Uh, We looked at the things that will stay the same. Our 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 vision, our mission, our heart. And we looked at the direction that we're aiming for this year, to invite, invite, invite. And here's the truth: in year two, there are going to be ups and there are going to be downs. That's that's just life here on earth. There are a lot of uncertainties. Uh, this year is no different than last year. We're going to have moments of joy and we're going to have moments of despair. I would love it if life was all just up and to the right. That's not how it goes. Going to be ups and downs. There will be uncertainties without a question. Last verse, right here, Philippians 1 6 says this I am certain, no uncertainties. I am certain that God, who began a good work in you, a good work within you, will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. God began the good work within you, and he will continue his work until it is finished. If it's not good, God's not done. I am believing that God has great things in store for you this year. I'm believing that. I'm believing that God has great things in store for refuge this year. Do you believe that? You believe that? Let's stand. We're going to worship one last song together. If you believe that, if you believe that God has more for you, if you believe that God has more for refuge, let's stand and worship. Sing it loud with us. God has more for you. He is not done moving.